Hey, if you like this podcast, uh, join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash W-I-R-R. We would highly appreciate it. It's only like $3. There's video. I'm sure at some point there'll be better stuff. Uh, if you like the podcast and don't want to spend any money, share it with all of your friends. That's free. We're giving you free content or $3 content. Just give it to your friends. Tell them about it. We like you. We would probably like them. If you like us, they might like us. And then you get to be the cool person who shares that with like your friends. You can be the cool person who turns them on to cool things. So do that. Enjoy the episode. Thanks. Because he's... Hey, where, it's do you do imp- where do you do improv at, Joe? Uh, it's in a church today. Hell yeah. What's this like? Is it through a group or a class? or just Yeah, it's a... just a, it's a group and it's just we're just practicing. But I have uh, I feel bad because I uh, haven't made it to like a, anything in a month. Yeah. Like Stand up shows and stuff. So I really want to try and make it today. No, that what group sense. is it? Is it Flamingo City or is it? Or that's Flamingo Sketch. City. Sorry. That's sketch, but come on. You were in that group. <laughs> I, I was in Flamingo City and Friends, not the official one. Someday really? I'll graduate. We only have so many genres when it comes to comedy. Can't be confusing the very few that we have, you know. Well, for seven years, all I've done is talk shit about sketch and improv. And then I go and I'm on a sketch show once. And now I'm in the scene uh, because it was maybe the most fun I've had all year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it can be fun doing that, especially when you're so used to doing stand up. It's fun. Oh, sorry. I was going to say dipping your like toe in and like being like oh i'll just do lines and as a character rather than being like i hope you like me is like it's it's definitely a cool and different feeling i'm terrible at it i'm the worst actor you'll ever see so that's why i can't do it i don't think i'm good at acting though either i think it's just i don't know we didn't really do a real sketch either we had like a bit right yeah it's just a bit but like i think that's i think it's funny because i honestly because i've acted twice maybe like Mm -hmm. in a tim danko movie so it doesn't even really count but i mean i guess it counts and i'm so bad i think it has to do with that he lives south of uh can't like he lives in the middle of nowhere he was like in the scene when tyler was still in kent um back, but in the, like, back in my day yeah back in tyler's day how long have you been in chicago now five years no it's way more than that it's like eight how is it eight i i swear i, I had to have started when you were still in town um because i lived in denver for a short amount of time and then i just hopped to chicago so yeah it's definitely like seven or eight yeah i moved to denver oh, to do comedy and then things happened, and then I moved to Chicago, and then uh, I've just been here ever since. Yeah, it's definitely been like seven or eight years. Jeez, because I'm coming up on seven years of stand-up, and I just feel like maybe it was just, maybe it was one of those things where, like, we just got along so quickly that I assumed that you were there that long. Because Tyler would be, like, any time that I had a I'm not drinking or smoking cigarettes weekend, that's when Tyler would show up and then it would be three in the morning at the Zephyr after like some bullshit show on a Monday hammered smoking cigarettes on the back patio. And you're just like, well, fuck Like I'm three days into this. Awesome. I'm just a helpful guy. What can I say? He, he is helpful. Um, 
but no, you are probably the most, and it's, I, I don't even know how you have a name to drop for yourself because um, you're the one that I, every, anytime I'm within a half hour from Chicago, I'm like, oh, do you know Tyler Ross? And people are like, yeah, how do you know him? And I was yeah, like, yeah, but there you go. I just have lived there forever. I've hosted open mics for almost the entire time I lived there. So people just know my name because they would just like know me from hosting an open mic. And most of the time people confuse me for my co-host half the time anyway. So I would, you know, I get lucky because there's like 20 different Tylers in the scene. So eventually you'll be like, wait, let me go through which Tyler I think this is. And eventually you'll land on me. Now I'm just more, I just, you can jump to me faster because I have blonde hair and that's the, you know, the quickest way to identify me at this point. But I feel honored that people, people uh, said nice things to you, Ray. Yeah. Very nice things. Do you know, uh, unrelated, I wanted to text you this, uh, but then I was like, oh, he'll <laughs> be on the podcast. So let's see. Uh, Mike McLean. Uh, do you know him? And do you Mike. guys write jokes for each other? Because you guys have very similar, um, like, gestures and beats and timings. Because I was what? watching him on uh, on Monday, and I was like, oh, this is this is Tyler Ross, but it's a completely different person. Interesting. I'm, the name's not ringing a bell. Did they say they knew me? And then I'm going to feel no. like a jerk? Oh, okay. Well. I just saw him on stage. Um, maybe it was Mike McLean. I got a picture of the list. So was... you just saw a complete stranger and you were like, hey, maybe they know each other because they sound alike? Matt McLean. Sorry. Yeah, um, I do. I'm doing his show on Friday. Oh, fuck, they do okay. know each other. <laughs> <laughs> right after I called you out, you were like, let me, let me prove Joe wrong here. No, we do. I like, he's a great guy. I love him so much. That's no, he's great. Like, he was yeah. very funny, but That's like, funny, just like, the comparison. like, you're like, it's that, like, I don't want to say, every time I try to explain somebody's comedy, it always sounds kind of like a dickish way. Like, I told Bill Squire, <laughs> he's got, like, a poppy style. Like, it's, like, right down the middle. Like, he's not making anybody mad. Like, you have that, like, very, like, laid back. Like, you let people come to you a little bit on it. And it's very, like, goofy. Like, if you're not paying attention, sometimes you'll, like, miss the point of the joke. And mm-hmm. I, like, saw his, like, like kind of his, like, wavering like waffling like it would like he's just like very because like the way that you move on stage is not it's like a lava lamp like it's not like it, there's it almost feels like there's no what it's no I've never point. heard that it's like, before that's the very, coolest like, way to describe somebody yeah, I've ever I, heard, though. I was that. like immediately jealous of that <laughs> he moved, it's wow, like a I'm soft really blanket mixed with that. a lava lamp Every time I'm on stage from here on out, that's all I'm going to think of as I'm on stage if I move my body at all. So thank you for giving me a mini like complex about my- Yeah, but it's just very like it's and it's a complex because it's like very fluid. And okay. I was like, this seems like a Tyler Ross. Like he, you can tell he's been doing it a while, like very comfortable uh-huh. in like what he's saying kind of way. And I was like, oh, these guys are like have to write together or something. It's just- very interesting. I just want to meet somebody now and be like, do you know the lava lamp of Chicago comedy? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to put that in posters or something. I need to get someone to draw me like that now. Gosh, now I have to give you a percentage if I make this into like a shirt or something. And that sucks. That's actually how the podcast makes money. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) It's it's consulting. Like we just consult people. People come on here and go, hey, how do you guys make money doing this? Like, we don't, but we help you make money later. So yeah. take us some cash down the road. That's so funny. All right. You got a Patreon subscriber right here. Fuck you guys. Yes. There's $3. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
That's that's oh. lifetime. Three dollars per year until one of us dies. I love that. I'm in. Hey, Joe, I wanted to know this. This is going to be the question I was going to lead off with for Tyler, but I'm more interested for you because I've been listening to a lot of like older rap music today, and oh, I yeah, want to know. I want to know what your favorite Fifty Cent song is. Oh, I don't really listen to Fifty Cent in the club. Well, I don't. Nobody actively listens to Fifty Cent, but like I just fell into a Fifty Cent uh, like wormhole today. Nobody also, thank you for that. yes ending my question so much. Like I did, I said yeah. in the club. That's not a real one. That's not a real answer. I don't know. I legitimately don't know any Fifty Cent. Songs. What's his All other right. song? Five things. Five things. Fifty Cent songs. Five things. Just kidding. I won't make you do that. I don't even know how to play that game, which is even more embarrassing. I'm really oh. dropping the ball right now. It's literally in the name. You have to name five things in that category. <laughs> <I remember. laughs> what do you mean? Most of that, that's the nice thing about improv games. Most of them are like, whatever they are, you just say it in the name. You're like, all right, scoot across to each other. And you're like, what's the point of this game? It's like, I don't know. You scoot across to each other. Figure it the fuck out. Yeah, that's pretty much improv. He's right. Mine's many men. And here's why. Because there's a 21 Savage song that samples it that I really like. So it makes me like the original song when a song gets sampled. I don't know if that makes sense. Like if I hear a song referenced in another song, I instantly like that song maybe more if it's in a song I like. Well, because and I know that exact thing. And I remember why I went down the the rabbit hole is because there is is a 20 year old that sits next to me at work. And she goes, you ever heard of Young Boy Never Broke Again is the name of this of this rapper. And no, I was like, I've of course not. And you said, no, but I have heard of 50 Cent. And that no. was it. <laughs> <laughs> but she goes. I love that being the response to that. <laughs> she goes, she goes, listen to No Love. And I start listening to the song by him. And I go, uh-huh. oh, this is All the Above by Mayno featuring T-Pain. That's what this song is. And she's like, I've, I don't even know what any of those words are. And I was like, well, okay. Rewind to 2007 when, like, the world was about to be really cool. And so, I, and I was also, like, 17. How old is she? 20? <laughs> yeah, she's 20. I think 2021. Does, does, does she remember 9-11? I think she's I heard of so. it. Yeah, I'm sure she knows. <laughs> she doesn't remember in the club. It was right around the time the towers <laughs> fell. <laughs> coincidence i thought we were going in the club isn't that when that album came out was on 9-11 yeah <laughs> alan jackson put out where were you and 50 put out in the club <laughs> when we needed it most he knew you know or why he did knew he we know? needed it but like that's like the playlist went from like all the above all the above by mayno which is just like when, you just forget how many cool uh, Barack Obama rap lines there were. Like he said, my new Benz is all white, call it John McCain. And I almost like did that like, oh shit, like in the office. Because I was like, this song was so cool 15 years ago. And uh, then and you, I just... you can't do that though. <laughs> I wish you would have done that in the office. Because you'd be just playing that song for her and being like, whoa. And she'd be like, this guy sucks. Like, I'm gonna have to find John a McCain's been dead for five years or however long. Like she doesn't even know who he is. <laughs> That's true. It's like, oh, does she know Megan McCain? And would they even know who Megan McCain is? Megan I don't know. Here's like, the thing. The view, Gen right? Z is wild. Like they're uh she just like lives in the middle of nowhere. Um, she has like a new boy, like just the That's way all that of they Wisconsin. Talk. 
right well that's also kind of true but like yeah. it's the middle of nowhere wisconsin um like i'm kind of close to like the city or whatever but she's like like when you think of like the south that's what like like urban wisconsin not urban what's the other one rural wisconsin is like the south and she like showed me this picture a hey, very real dick smart move yeah, real it. dick move asking a question and then answering it before we could guess it <laughs> Sometimes that's just how the brain works. But she like shows me this, a picture of this house and she's like, isn't this house cool? And there was like a giant cross in the front yard. And I was like, these people are in the clan. Like, I guarantee you, these people are in the clan. And we Google it. And they're like, it's a historical clan site. And like, this is just like a place that she drives by all the time. And she's like, I love this house. And I was like, maybe don't tell people that. <laughs> How did this story she... come up in context? Sorry, I didn't mean to see no, you. Okay. But where did no, this she story goes... come up? Like, yeah, because she just. Oh, goes... what are you having for leftovers? I don't know. Hey, you want to hear something funny about my commute? <laughs> like, how did she, she bring it up in the conversation? Straight up, she goes, "We drove by this gorgeous house on our way back, like from somewhere." She was like, "We were in the middle of Illinois picking up cars." Wait, parts. what like, inspired the story? Is what I'm asking. Like, how, were you being talking? trapped in an office forty hours a week? Okay, I don't all right. Stockholm syndrome. I just don't talk to people. Anymore. I didn't know if you were like, "Oh, you know what I love to do? I love to go see pumpkin patches. That's what I enjoy." And she's like, "You know what I love." <laughs> Let me tell you about a drive I took the other day. Like, if that's the segue into the story, it's different than if you're like... I, I thought yeah. he was just setting her up. I thought he was just like, you see any good clan houses recently? <laughs> and she was like, I can think of one right off the top of my head. <laughs> but no, that's like, it just was randomly like, hey, do you want to see this cool house me and my boyfriend drove by? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then it's just giant cross. And I was like, oh, the, like just flippantly, because I was like, oh, those people are in the clan. Because like she lives in the middle of nowhere. There's a giant cross. So like to me, that first thing. Yeah, like to me, like whatever. Like they're gonna fire me eventually. So I'm so like, that's the my goal is to get successful enough in comedy and to get fired at the exact same time. So I don't. What have was to her response two weeks to that? Well, she just giggled and she was like, I don't think so. And then she looks it up because it's like on like the thing, it said like Starbird Ranch or something like that. And I was like, let's Google Starbird Ranch. And like four things down on Google is that it says it's like a famous clan location that people still hang out at. And I was like, all right, well, maybe we shouldn't tell anybody about this. In, in a way, it's, it's brilliant. I'm going to start doing that for houses I like try and knock down the property value so I can afford it. <laughs> hey, you could probably hire a company to raise the like Google search rate. Yeah. <laughs> All right, can we can we just cancel this whole recording? Because we've had two great business ideas in a matter of 15 minutes. What's the business for this? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you find a house, like you find a house, you get like a hacker to go on there and make up a whole bunch of fake old newspaper articles saying a murder happened or that like a racist get a hacker. There. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. No, you can't do murders because like Gen Z, the, the murder podcast, that'll put the value up. Oh, that's true. We got to yeah. say that they got canceled. Like they said something about autistic people and then like nobody will want to buy torture. that. Torture. Torture. People hate torture. And I feel like racism is the big one. I don't like the way that sounds awesome. coming out of my mouth. I don't yeah, like that's that a very, <laughs> that's a very, <laughs> that's a very good like uh. bit, like a sound bite to get. <laughs> Racism's a big one. 
just like you run for office someday and they just have that sound bite and they're like joe briggs what's one of your hobbies and then they just play <laughs> racism is a pretty big one <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. um but hey, Joe Briggs, uh, what famous comedy stuff are you doing this weekend? Like, how, what's the what's the cool thing that you're up to? Like this this coming weekend? Yeah, I mean, I know that you do like big comedy gigs all the time and like at very prestigious places. So I just wanted to bring up where where you might be doing comedy. Hey, Tyler, real quick before um, usually we do this in like the promos while I give Joe time to think. Um, anytime you go back to Cleveland, Joe's a very important person to know oh, there. Fuck off. He he runs. <laughs> He runs a show that used to be an open mic, but now it's a booked show that sometimes famous people show up and he can get you on it. He can't get me on it, but I bet you since you're out of town, he can. You're never in town when it's it's happening. (laughs) Last time Ray was in town, there wasn't a show and he was like, hey, can I do that show? And I was like, we don't have one. He was like, oh, (laughs) he just said no, man. He took it probably really hard for like three days, I'm sure. No, I thought I would I thought it was very funny because he's like, Oh, I can start getting you on the Winchester now. And I was like, What what do you mean? It's an open mic. You just show up, you put your name on a fucking <laughs> list, and you go up. And he's like, No, not anymore. It's a book show. And I was like, Well, I hope if I'm in town, you can give me five minutes. It's like, I don't know. It's kind of booked ahead. So. <laughs> you do one bit with your boy and he lets you remember it for the rest of your life. <laughs> Then I'm doing sketch all of a sudden just to get some sort of stage time being in Cleveland. I'm doing sketch in the middle of nowhere. Are you going to be home for Thanksgiving? Um, I have that week off, but I am not. I have to do a turkey trot uh, for charity because on top of being hilarious and good looking every day, um, I am also charitable. So um, it's real tough over here all the time. Um, Welcome to the Ray Jerks Himself Off podcast. Um, (laughs) Oh, I, you'll notice I started cleaning my glasses just now because I don't want to miss any of this. <laughs> I want to see it all. I want to see it all. Uh, but no, I wanted to talk to uh, Joe's coming up to visit Milwaukee for the first time. Ever. That's next weekend, right? I know, but I forgot. Oh, ooh, man. I was like, I'm about to have some real calendar issues. <laughs> <laughs> but he's coming up. We're going to do a show in Green Bay. Uh, so he's coming up. And I have never had to work so hard to get somebody five to seven minutes on a random showcase that nobody's going to go to in my entire life. Hey, maybe a million people show up and you don't know. Maybe Aaron Rodgers shows up, gives gives everybody COVID. (laughs) Yeah, I read today he he took some like homeopathic uh, remedy thing and that's how he tried to be like, well, I'm good. And that was this like slick way. It's like, who do you think you, some of these people, who do they think they are? You know, he went to the league to see if they would like be flexible on the COVID rules because yeah. he took like whatever ashwagandha. I don't know what it was. Oh, I thought he was like, hey guys, I had a glass of OJ and I'm feeling pretty good now. <laughs> I think you should let me play. <laughs> well, he tried to do it before the season because like he kept saying he was like immunized and he told like, the board, uh, I can get you the Rogers rate if you just let this slide. <laughs> <laughs> and then they play the commercial and they're like, secrets out, Aaron. Anybody gets the Rogers rate. And then this is the first time he was actually pissed about it. I think Gronk <laughs> would still be like, oh, can I get that? Like, I can see Gronk's being really into it. 
when he's not trying to steal, like pretend to be in the military in that one commercial. Can we all, does everyone recognize that that's a really weird, have you guys not seen this? I've seen it. I tweet about it every week that I I go update USAA still for the military community. Ron Gronkowski calls the USAA and he's like, I'd like to sign up for the USAA insurance. And they're like, what's your member number for like the military? And he goes, uh, 87, like his jersey number. And they're like, uh, it has to be a longer number. He's like, busted. It's super (laughs) bold. That's exactly how he says it. Busted. It's Super Bowl champion Rob Gronkowski, and I'm not in the military. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I hope that's the same, like the inflection and everything. That's the same thing he says. No, it's 100%. Making love. The better it's... one is like seven minutes later. They'll share the one where they're like, actually have a veteran from the military who owns a bakery of some sort now, or like uh... a pizza shop. And he's like, and Rob Gronkowski's like, hey, can you get me in? And he's like, well, were your parents in the military? And he's like, no, but like whatever his excuse is. And he's like, nope, that's what I love about it. And he's just like, what the fuck is going on in these commercials? He's trying to commit fraud. That's what's fucking happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. He's it's not really... troops. <laughs> I think I think in his family. Wasn't somebody in his family in the military, though? Like, isn't that kind of the thing? I think you're confusing the fact that there was the Rob Gronkowski cruise that people could take, which made you think he was in the Navy, but he was not. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm pretty Him sure... and the village people, right? They both like... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was either that or another thing that it didn't sell out the whole boat. So half the like cruise was people there for like the Gronk cruise and half people just like taking a cruise so it was just a lot of <laughs> clashing of like hardcore people drinking with the Gronkowski family and just like nice elder, elderly people like playing shuffleboard or whatever that's what we need to do we need to get successful enough to have a comedy and mushroom cult podcast cruise like just on like Lake Erie or something on ice Ooh! Oh, we put the boat on skates, baby. <laughs> yeah, you get some rockets, you can shoot that thing right across Lake Erie. I'm pretty sure. Canada, baby. <laughs> like whatever that comedy bus is like. in Cleveland, like have our own comedy boat just for a night, and it's just like us and Harrison no just joke. staring at each other. Can I tell you this like website I get like you can get submitted gigs the thing I I got it today and it's like hey we want you to uh, ride in the motor coach as they transfer the team from Rosemont to downtown to Chicago so you'll be entertaining them while they're in traffic that's literally what it says on the description for the event so what kind of team ending up on the moving vehicle um a Chicago sports team is all it says. Interesting. I want. Yeah. I would like Loyola or something like that. Like, if it's from Rosemont, I think it might be like the Rosemont. The uh, Chicago Dogs is from are from Rosemont. That would make sense to me. I hope it's the Bears. Oh, that'd be amazing. There, I or think still like ride with the Bears. Yeah. Be stuck with the Bears for like, Dude. an hour and a half. Drive by those Brian Erlacher fucking billboards where he has hair all of a sudden. 
yeah, yeah i've seen those are uh there's a lot of celebrities they've gotten now to jump on the hair restoration train that was Erlacher part of it oh yeah oh <laughs> yeah oh, really it's, it's bad news. Shut yeah, the Google, fuck up. It's the, bad yeah, news. the billboards are all just like hair puns galore. It's <laughs> you find Erlacher, and the third thing is with hair. Yeah. yeah. And you would think that after the Kyle Rittenhouse, like, hey, Whoa. I stand with Kyle thing, they might calm down on the billboards. But I feel like they just doubled down and they're like, no, we're going to remind people he's got great hair and they'll forget about the whole murder thing. It's bad. It doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah, but he's look, he looks better bald. He's more confident with hair. <laughs> he shouldn't be. He looks way he better bald too. Well, you know what? Let's get him on the line. Add him in the Zoom call, and we can chat this whole thing out. You know, if we could get There's Ryan literally... Lacker on this, do you think you'd be on here? Do you think I'd be on here? Like, I would just sit Joe and Brian Erlacher in a room together and watch just magic happen. Dude, there's literally a photo of him with hair holding a photo of him without hair. And he looks happier in the photo without hair. <laughs> they picked one where he's beaming. He's radiant. And then him with hair is like, yeah, I'm fucking here. It's real like, sad. This is the only way I can make money. <laughs> Putting hair on my head and being the guy for it. Um. It's funny that you said to. about like a, a team bus, though, because when I went down to uh, CG's, um outside of chicago i saw a team bus on fire on my way down there oh and it was like a girl sport huh were they in it still no like they, I, i'm sure they were in it at some point um but they were like off they were on the side of, like you can just drive up and you just like see smoke for a while and you're like oh shit like something must like somebody must be burning trash or something and then the closer you got, like it was like on the side of the road, and the whole back of the bus is on fire. And oh like God. this team of like, I don't know if it was volleyball or like field hockey or whatever, but it's like a girls' sports team, like a quarter mile down the street, just standing there, like filming their bus on fire. The most Akron thing I've ever heard you say is that you assume <laughs> that the smoke was from a trash fire. Like in your mind, you're like, where there's smoke, there's trash fire. <laughs> Wasn't a bonfire. <laughs> it was garbage, no, baby. It was on like the highway, so I wasn't like, "Oh, there's a car on fire." I was just like, "Oh, somebody just like set something dumb on fire." <laughs> somebody took their trash to the highway, <laughs> lit it on fire. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. There's worse places to do it, I guess. I feel like there's very few times I've driven from Chicago to Ohio where I've been seen like a random yard with just a big old fire going going on. Really? And it was, oh yeah, there's that's like a that's a marker of a, a a real. I'm feeling like I'm almost back like to my house is when I see like somewhere off of like one off the eight or interstates I can just see a whole bunch of just shit on fire and you see like children throwing like weird random assorted wood and stuff or just other garbage. I just. Uh, that's a very good children's really funny too yeah all ages can uh can set trash on fire are you still taking buses back or do you have a car again i have a car now it's so much like i don't know i get why you don't have or you didn't have a car in chicago because it doesn't make sense um but also like i can't imagine riding a bus back to ohio like just driving did were you like a mega bus guy uh, yeah, I would take it all the time. Ooh, I, I've taken, yeah, those are brutal. 
Yeah, they can be bad. I can sleep very easily on those, to be really honest. So it was never a problem for me because I'm right out. Nothing wakes me up throughout we, those trips. So the, the girl I dated in college lived in Chicago. So I took the mega bus from Cleveland to Chicago one time. And like we had a stop in Toledo and then it was supposed to go straight through to Chicago. And like an hour out of Toledo, the bus literally like broke down and the bus engine caught fire and so we were it was like in the middle of december we were just on the side of the highway and then that's, they put and us that's in a, flat land like the wind had to have been terrible yeah. and everything that's the worst spot the worst it was real cold and then they put <laughs> us on another bus and just took us back to toledo oh my god and they're like another bus will come for you eventually and it, it took me like 12 hours to get to chicago it was nightmare. <laughs> Another bus will get you eventually. Have fun in Toledo. I'll I'll uh, I'll say that one time. But they, they I, said don't leave the station either because we were like, hey, like when's the bus coming? I was like, I'll go get Tony Pacos or something. And they were like, we don't know when it's coming, so just hang around. And there's no dispatch to call. It's not like there's like a 24 hour line where you can be like, I have this problem. Like nothing. There's no one to talk to. Dude, every time one of those buses pulls into the station, like the employees have to be like, oh, thank God. <laughs> like when ships used to go across the ocean like back in the day they're like oh shit yeah you made it like solid guys i think there's someone that had like a a twitter account that was like mega bus accidents <laughs> it was just like pictures and buses on fire and other stuff my friend uh, was riding in one and they duct taped the uh escape latch onto the bus so it wouldn't fall off because he's like we can either wait for another bus or just tape it down and we can keep going i was like tape it down (laughs) my mom uh left me at one of those mega buses in toledo at like 1 a.m 2 a.m because she was gonna get supposed to get me i call her i'm like where you're at and she's like clearly asleep and she's like oh that's today and i was like So I sat in the like Toledo bus station with like a very low phone battery being like, well, we'll see where, how long it takes my mom to get here. She was like 45 minutes away. So I'm like, I guess I'll just sit here and wait for her. It was not as bad as waiting for a random bus to show up, but yeah. But if I think about it, that, I don't know exactly where that bus station is, but it can't be in the best part of Toledo because there's only, I don't know, two good spots of Toledo. It's by the McDonald's. I mean, there's 400. It's a city. There's 400 McDonald's. Not in Toledo. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that's my favorite. Anytime, because I'm from like the suburbs of Toledo. So like anytime I would do a show in Toledo. Wait, really? Yeah, I'm from Perrysburg. It's like where the Toledo funny bone is. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I, uh, that's where I grew up. And so like, if I got like a Toledo show, just like meeting one of the Toledo guys that like, I didn't know because I started comedy in Kent or whatever. And they'd be like, Oh, come back to Toledo. If you're a Toledo guy, bring some people. So like a couple like people would show up, whatever. But every time I'd go there, I would text, uh, my buddy Jensen, um, which I don't know Jensen. Yeah. She sublet my apartment for a summer. Oh, yeah, she moved out to Chicago for like a cup of coffee and then went back to Toledo. I love that um, you say that. I love that phrase. It's a great. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Too. Yeah. 
Um, but like, I'll text her and be like, yo, there are no people in this city. Like it's a legit city, but every time I'm in Toledo, there is nobody on the streets, like Mm. not even a homeless person. Nobody's outside anywhere. And then you like walk into a business and it's completely full. (laughs) And I'm like, where did you come from? Like it's, it's, it's a create, it's almost like, um, what's like, like Grand Theft Auto or something where you like walk into a place and nobody ever walks in or out. They're just there when you get there. You're the only person I've ever heard be like, look at this shithole. There's not a single homeless person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not even a single, like, because like, the what one is time, that problem. Well, there were like, it's called Cherry Street Mission. It's like where like homeless people live. And like, uh, In this venue was right around the corner from Cherry Street Mission. And there was not Toledo? like, yeah, there's not even like a, a homeless person outside of it smoking like there's nobody on the streets like not even like a person walking to their car like it was just very it was like a ghost town and i had to like text her and be like yo is this normal and she's like yeah people just don't walk around here anymore like because when i was younger like you could go downtown and just like walk around to like promenade yeah. park or like go down by the river or whatever and they're just like oh no it's just an inside town now which makes no sense just right. they, they do have that they have that open carry law though around the stadium, like the where the mud hens play. What? Oh, for I for oh, drinking for booze <laughs> for booze. <laughs> you can't just wave a gun and be like, "Look at them! The hens are playing." Pop pop. I, I like think you probably tickets. could. <laughs> Some hen pops. Well, I that's think. um. I used to take the uh, the Tarda bus, which is what it is. It's like their local bus. Wow! Uh, shout out. Yeah, from Perrysburg, if you had Mudhens tickets, you could take a bus from nice little suburban uh, Perrysburg to the middle of downtown Toledo by yourself as a as a minor. And then uh, your parents were like, this is fine. Just take this bus on a half hour trip and then go to this game and we'll see you later. Like, I didn't even have a cell phone and we would do that all the time. Just take the bus up there. Didn't even you turned have out fine. You have a podcast now. You're doing great. Yeah. You live in Milwaukee, a suburb of Milwaukee. Yeah, I talked I to love, both of my parents. It is <laughs> like, good. No, uh, I don't. You live in Waukesha? Fun, <laughs> you own... Are you going to try to bait me to tell the joke again? Kind of. <laughs> so my favorite comedian uh, that I saw at a show recently, he moved from Illinois. I forget what his name is. <clears throat> like older black dude. And he's like, I love the towns in Wisconsin. They're either named after like an Indian or like a girl with the best ass. Like you have towns <laughs> like Oconomowoc and other towns called Waukesha. And I fucking lost my mind because it's Waukesha. <laughs> and it's just like the dumbest local joke I've ever heard. And I fucking, I was almost like, I almost quit comedy because I'll never write a joke that good. It is real funny to me. <laughs> that is good. It's so nice when you hear something that like hits you so hard like that too. God damn. God damn. That uh can I can I tell you like something somewhere that was hitting me real hard that I thought was funny? Yeah. So <clears throat> we did those like I did that hosting weekend or whatever at Hilarities. And the whole Brag time. Brag about was, it, why don't you? I know I knew I knew I was gonna fucking say it. <laughs> I fucking knew it. <laughs> I'm done. Unplug it. Or fucking book it. <laughs> nice meeting you. We're over. It's done. <laughs> uh, sorry for that outburst. You'll never see that again. No, but I was, uh, I get real panicky before shows and I was like freaking out. And uh, 
Brendan Ayer was featuring, and he's like the calm. He's like also got a lot of stuff like going on, and he would just like say the like most insane stuff to me. And it was very relaxing. He'd be like, "Hey, hey, hey, Briggs, Briggs, you know what I like? You know what I like?" And he'd say it like thirty times until I said like guess something, and he'd go, "No, I like I like a woman with breasts," <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Like it was so like out of left field that it would just like relax me. Yeah, but that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like when you're in your own head before a set, yeah. and somebody just comes up and says, like somebody that you're fine with doing that, like comes yeah. up to you and just says like the most nonsense shit just for you to be like, all right, it's gonna be fine. Like it's mm-hmm. like you're just like, oh, this is how dumb all this is. No, I love but that. Then, like, oh, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, the, the the next day, I'm freaking out again because it's the next day. And he's like, you know what I like? And I'm like, yeah, women with breasts. It's old news. And he goes, no, 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 that's yesterday. No, <laughs> I don't, that's not it. I go, what do you like? He's like, you know what I like? I just like put my penis in a vagina. <laughs> I think I really like And he's like, I think I really like that. <laughs> just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Very I'm a relaxing somehow. Fan of, uh, right before someone goes up, someone like a show or something, like, hey. Don't be nervous up there. Like I love throwing. <laughs> Don't be nervous up there, dude. That um, one of my favorite things to do. The worst nightmare. one is fucking um, when people come up to you and are like, "Hey, don't fuck it up." And it's just oh. like you know what they're doing and they're trying to be funny and just like just undercut the whole thing. You're like, "Come on, man!" Like you know that's exactly what I'm saying to myself right now. I also love throwing. Throwing a, if you know someone hasn't gone up yet, throwing a, hey, great setup there. Like, I know that. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I was good. <laughs> that was I, my favorite hanging out at Funny Stop favorite. thing. If I was, like, hosting or, like, did a guest set and, like, Chris Harvey was just hanging out in, like, and I was talking to him by the bar or whatever, and people would come up and be like, hey, I really liked your set or whatever. Like, how people talk to you after you're done doing comedy. Yeah. Well. Um, and <laughs> So then I'd point at Chris Harvey, who's obviously like a giant, and like you would know if he was on stage. And I go, "Oh, how did you feel about his set?" And he didn't go up at all. And they'd just be like, "Oh yeah, he was great too." Oh and it would God. just be—it's so funny, dude. That's so that, that awkward. It doesn't get old. It doesn't get old. <laughs> it's the best, especially when he's like, and this is this is not out of pocket at all. Like he's pushing 400 pounds and he looks like Chris Harvey. So like you would know if Chris Harvey was on stage and just being like, what about him? They're like, Oh yeah, he was good. I don't remember most of it, but I am sure he was good. Uh Wow. I'm sure Chris loved that. Oh, it's the best. Cause he'll do, I mean, he's a fucking terrorist. He'll do shit like that. He's the worst. (laughs) We would make near the end of like me living there. We would start making bets on people's sets. Like people that we had seen forever We'll be oh like, how long into this until they get a laugh? Like he would just, we had an, I had a notebook with just bets. <laughs> we'd, we'd keep really? That's so mean girls. You guys know that, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, he would just come up to me and he'd be like, and he's like, all right, how many times are they going to say this or whatever? And you're just like, well, you know who it is. Like they're yeah, going to say yeah. 400 times. Okay. I'm more, I'm back on board. That's amazing. Yeah. Most of the time it wasn't mean, but like every once in a while you just be like, how long, uh, and it, Oh, that's what it was. It was like when they were doing that co-feature competition mm-hmm. and, uh, we, somebody like, you're supposed to do 11 to 12 minutes, which is just a nonsense number. And uh, <laughs> truly that's what all of the sets are at the funny stop. Literal nonsense numbers with no one timing any shows. <laughs> yeah. And, um, 
it was Anthony Mayo, who's great. So like, and again, like he only did nine minutes, but it was like, it was a couple years ago. So he was like still newer. And like beforehand, Chris is just in his ear and he's like, you don't even have 11 minutes. What are you going to do for 11 minutes? He's like, I got 11 minutes. And we're just like, and just laughing. And he's like being in his ear and he goes, all right, over under how long? And I was like, I bet you he does like 11 and a half. Like I've seen him do it that long. And he's like, oh, I have two, but I'm going to say nine. And he like ended right at nine minutes. And like That's we had wild. to get in an argument with Pete about letting him go through. Oh, my God. Well, those contests are very important and mean a lot. So as long as you take them serious, you know, <laughs> that's all you can do. You just got to follow the structure of the contest. I bombed. I got fucking shown up by Kevin Ross in front of my girlfriend's family. Nice. At one of those. Like I ate shit so bad and he crushed. Cause it was like, I mean, it's Kevin Ross jokes and it's the funny stop. Uh-huh. And like nobody cared about my fucking esoteric nonsense. And he's just like, just murdering. And then like, I just sit there outside smoking yeah. a cigarette with him. And he's like, that was a good set tonight. And it's like, fuck you. Man. I hate you so Dude, if you, if you ask the crowd at the funny stop, like what adjective would you use to describe a comedy set you want to see? Nobody would say esoteric. <laughs> <laughs> they'd, they'd give you a noun. <laughs> they'd be like, uh, is truck an adjective? <laughs> like funny bumper stickers is that <laughs> like a spencer's gifts kind of from your you mouth see those uh those crankshaft comics <laughs> anybody got any puppets on this show because that's that's really where i'm at is puppets i was just knocked my desk over i was trying to get comfy oh, it's that was one of the things to get comfy i've been sitting cross-legged and my foot fell asleep so i was trying to trying to snake it out that makes sense <laughs> yeah, what were you just... saying ray um i forget but um <laughs> i was gonna ask when's the next time you're headlining the funny stop just the, the club every time i talk to p he keeps backing up the date like we texted together i text him now sometimes to be like what's up and then about dates and be like april may and then i was there like a couple weeks ago and he's like ah june and i'm like okay so I have a feeling it's going to get pushed to July eventually. So When's we'll July 4th weekend? That seems like a very like strong beat move of... That's probably what's yeah. going to happen. A Tyler like, Ross July 4th weekend. Predict it out. Will, will he give you like... First second. I mean, can you get... I don't know if you want one necessarily, but could you get like the Thursday or Sunday shows or no? Um... Maybe. I don't know. Thursday's the crowd work show there now. I believe. Oh, that's right. So. It is a crowd work show now. Yeah. yeah. But I think the headliner or whoever the feature is for the weekend usually like closes it with like some bullshit like 15 minute set or something. Yeah, that's classic Pete setup for the Could week. be you. I, <laughs> I used to not think about it when I was doing those sets, like as like in the contest when there was like 20 of us. But being the headliner for those shows now, when I think about it, sounds almost like, you know, like an obstacle you have to overcome, not like here's a, a cool gig you could get. Like, I feel kind of really bad for all those comics. It sounds now. worse than being in the, in the contest. It does. It really, truly does. But remember taking that contest so seriously until like the fourth time that you got fucked? Like, I've never won it. And I'll like sit there and I'll like, 
when I was like in the middle of like caring before I got a weekend there, I would uh-huh. like absolutely crush. And then like somebody would just like bring 10 of their like family or whatever, like two weeks in a row. And it's like this guy That's comedy would... contest, baby. I know, but it's you're like, no, I felt like you're just so pissed. And then you're like, oh no, the point of this is to get like a weekend, not to like win the hundred dollars once. It, he it's did, to... Go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say I won the amateur contest, and I'm pretty sure it's because like Pete. Brag about no. it, why don't you? No, because I I won't. Like I had a good set, but like I'm pretty sure, like I walked in the day of it, and Pete was like, "Briggs, I think you're gonna win." And I, like, from that point on, I was like, "Oh, he already decided. I just have to go in and do the bare minimum." <laughs> you're just doing it to gain Pete's loyalty. You're not really like. Once he trusts you, it's a, you know you don't really need the rest of the contest. I still never st- done a, a week. I thought if you did the amateur, you get a weekend. I've still never done like a weekend at all. You just gotta keep calling the office until eventually he calls you back. Yeah, that's. I'll give you his cell phone number. He won't answer my. He won't book me, so I'll give his cell phone number out. I don't give a fuck. Like, what's he gonna? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Wow. I was, but I was like texting Chris Clem because like. <laughs> Clement, he fuck. got into it over Subscribe Twitter. Subscribe to the Patreon, you get Pete's phone number. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a great deal, honestly. Um, but uh, but Clement, uh, Pete got into it on Twitter, like just because it happens. And uh-huh. I like just like jumped in because uh, Pete said something about like, oh, now all of your gay friends are gonna jump in. So I like jumped in just with like the hands up meme. And he's like, no, you stay out of this. And I was like, well, you said something about his gay friends. Like, I just wanted to jump in and say hello. And nice. like, but like, I just texted Chris and I was like, yo, like, and he's like, he was talking about how him and his wife were laughing. And I was like, what's he going to do? Book me less? Like, I, yeah. I'm just going to have yeah. fun with it at this point. And sometimes that Pete really likes getting razzed too. That's like, you know, he, he enjoys the roasting. Mostly he tries to do it. <laughs> it's very funny. Well, that's I watched, why I, I like, miss going back like, there, or I miss hanging out there all the time. But like when I come back in town, he's like nice to me. He's like, "Oh, hey, we miss having you around." I was like, "This isn't what I want when I come back. Like, I want you to be like, <laughs> <laughs> I want you to like be Pete. I don't want you to be a nice person." He was telling me about some interview that he got mentioned in. I was like, "That's so cool, you know? Yeah, I want to." But if other people go and mention me, then he talks shit about me to these other people. Like everyone that I've sent there. Like in the past, that's from Chicago or rolled through, mentioned me like, oh, Tyler Ross, blah, 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 you know, whatever he said. <laughs> but it's just wild. I always love his insults because they're like barely related to who you are as a person. <laughs> <laughs> like, Tyler Ross, his hands don't work. And you're just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's always funny. Like, it's always the same one, though. It'll be like, He's calling Chris Clem Hollywood Chris Clem for the longest. <laughs> and it was just like, what do you, what do you even mean? He's like, he says he went to Hollywood. He's different. And it's like, he's got like a family. Like, that's why he's like, he just didn't care. And he's like, I don't know. I think he's different. It's like, why don't you just call him? Like, why don't you just it's, say that he's gay? Cause he moved to Hollywood. Dude. Uh, like, let's just like, if you're going to do it, do it. We know what you're saying. Yeah. You're, Cause the, the other insult that he just does all the time is he'll be like, Ray Roberts in town. He's going to do 20 minutes. How the fuck are you going to do 20? He don't got five minutes. <laughs> I love that. Hey, you go up there, do 10. If you get a laugh at three, you can go down. That's his other favorite. I would tell, I also tell that to comics all the time. Like Now I steal that from Pete. I'm like, hey, 
two twelve, but uh, you know, if you want to stop at three, you get a big laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the best well, is he'll be like, go up there, do like he'll go, hey, do ever however long, like we we've got time to fill, and then you'll be like seven minutes in, and you just hear him off stage, just like somebody light him, get him off stage, he's going too long. It's like you told me to go longer. Like, what are you talking about? You'll just hear he's killing himself up there. That's probably my favorite. <laughs> My favorite is I had to host one of those amateur contests one time and I literally got off stage and I walk in the bar and Pete walks over and goes, this fucking guy, how long has this fucking guy been on stage? And I literally go, 20 seconds. And he goes, oh, fuck. And just walks away. I would, I honestly wish I had a video camera for, I was doing, uh, I was opening for the uh, comedy magician. Uh, what's his name? The guy who Gemini? like got in trouble, huh? Gemini? No, it's um or no, uh, Michael Oda, the fucking hit. Oh, I opened for him. Yeah, it's <laughs> a it's a great guy, weekend. Man. It's so funny because you're like on the the first show yeah, is like interesting. Yeah. yeah, the second show you're like I can't believe that people make money doing this. Like, I was like <laughs> this is the weirdest thing. But uh, he comes in. He couldn't. It was on uh Halloween weekend. And like some dude was fucking up the whole program and like didn't like nobody was getting hypnotized or whatever. And since he's a what? hypnotist and doesn't so... have an act, he just comes off stage, covers the mic. Like it leaves all of the people up on stage for like five minutes and is talking to Pete. And he's like, I don't know what to do. And Pete's like, you've been on stage for 10 minutes. You still have like 35 minutes. to kill." <laughs> he's just like, yeah, what do you want me to do? And he's like, you're going to go finish the show. Like, I wish I had a camera on that because I wanted to be like, I'll go do another five, I guess. Like, maybe <laughs> said everything. but it was five. just like watching two middle-aged men argue about hypnotism. And walking up there with a great, hey, you guys remember me? I'm going to just fill some time real quick. <laughs> And then we'll figure That's out what's so going good. on here. I saw a hypnotist there once when I really early started on, and he just bragged. He's like, You just make so much money doing this. I'm like, oh, okay, I hate you. Like, you're like a snake oil salesman. Get away from me. Oh. No, like, it was so disgusting. Well, he's the it one reference. who got in trouble. Um, like that little person comic, Wendy, um, something out of Cincinnati or Dayton. He like slid into her DMs on Facebook and asked her if her pussy worked. And like it was like a whole thing a couple years ago. And like a real renaissance man, if you will. Yeah. What, what a weird line to go with. You know? <laughs> hey, yo, um, girl, that pussy work? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Is that functional? All right. Just check it. So Joe's gotta go do improv. So we'll we'll pimp out dates or whatever. Um I have no dates coming up. It's like real weird. I had a real try spell, except for Wisconsin. You have a show in Green Bay, Wisconsin on November 12th. I said except for Wisconsin. Oh, sorry. Whoops. Better luck next time. Sometimes you're so ready to play defense that you don't even play offense. <laughs> That's true. Literally, I don't know, what that Tyler, means. I I don't know to, where I was going with that. I had to message this guy. He'll, he'll listen to it. I don't care. I had to message this guy. This is the first time I felt like I might be getting some traction in showbiz as I was like, this is one of my guys and I want him on the show. Like I will cut my time down to give him time. And he's like, nah, don't worry about it. We can give him five minutes. Like he was, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to bat because if I can't get my boy five minutes in green Bay, what are we doing this for? That's, that's what they say. If you can't make it in Green Bay, then you should fucking quit. You can't make it in Green Bay. Kill yourself. That's what I was heard. <laughs> Calling in all my favors. Um, all right. 
you can go to whoisrayroberts.com for all my stuff. Uh, I have Zanies again this Saturday. That's the only real thing I wanted to say on uh, on tape is that I'm really cool, like Jeff. Um, Tyler Ross, uh, what is your what do you got coming up? Friday, you can see me either opening from Pimprov at 10 p.m. at the Chemically Balanced Balance Theater or at Stand Up Logan Square at Surge Billiards at 8.30 earlier that night. So two chances on Friday. Oh, oh. shit. Tyler Ross. All those places have such cool names. Movie they don't Chicago. sound real. They sound like movie places. <laughs> Chicago does kind of rule. I always said yeah. that it's not like a real destination to move for a comedy, and I think I was completely wrong for that. So I agree. You are wrong. Yeah. I, I, I want you, I want everybody to know in my growth as a person, being in there, having one good set made me turn around completely. <laughs> But awesome. Um, I'm going to end this. Uh, once I hit end, it's done. So I love both of you. I will see you later, Joe. Have fun at improv. Bye, everybody. Uh, Tyler, you know where to find me. I'll talk to you later. Bye.